everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is your girl, Empress Maya. And this is Madam Shaw. And this is... Higher Calling. Um, how you doing, Madam Shaw? I'm good. How are you, Empress Maya? I'm good, sister. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast with you me as too. the lovely host. Me too, me too. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and get into this topic. Yes, I know, I know you. I know you be ready. They, you, you be ready. <laughs> you be ready. Let's get it. Yeah, we're gonna just dive in head first, and we're gonna be talking about the slave mentality. Yes, and we're gonna be talking about our people as a whole in the community, um, our PTSD, our traumatization, um, the healing of the black man and the black woman. Um, and so, I'm just gonna start off with a quick quote and then I'm going to let you dive in because that's what you like to do sister <laughs> so um, so these quotes uh, I found them to be really interesting um, it says we have as far as possible closed every avenue by which life may enter their minds if we could extinguish the capacity to see the light our work would be complete they would they would then be on a level with the beast of the field and we should be safe and so that's the majority of the quote and that's uh that's from henry berry he was a slave owner and he was talking about the slaves um and we all know that slavery is a mindset thing and they were they were targeting the mind they weren't targeting the body they were targeting the mind even Willie Lynch said, he said, keep the body, but take the what? The mind. mind. Yes. And so, and this is a, a real quick, a second quote. Whether the blacks deserve any mercy at the hands of the pioneering squatters is an open question. But that they get none is certain. They are mm. a doomed race and and uh, he said, many years from now, they will be completely wiped out of the land. That's Harold Finch Haddon. So what we see here is a true people who are definitely out for the demise of Black people. To extinguish their light. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. What? To extinguish their light. The- the light, sister. Light. The light. That's to take. That's to take everything from them. Leave them in complete darkness, not knowing where to go, how to find their way, not knowing where to grasp, not knowing their origin. It's truly just. It's yes. Evil. It is evil. Yes. It is. Yeah. It's diabolical. What yep. it is. It's diabolical. Yep. 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 And you know, and they, you know, a tree without their roots, you know, they just blow in the wind. They no just blow around. Tree. Mm-hmm. They're they're dead from one a tree without its roots, and I think that's what we have. We have a side, and that's the same mentality. It's a dead type of mentality. Yes, darkness is fear, and we want to talk about that, like how they instill fear in us with this narcissistic cycling. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, basically, what he just said was, let's leave them in darkness, extinguish any light, any light, and and light can be knowledge, information. Yes. Um, you know what you just said. Anything that sparks your soul, or mm-hmm. 
you know, any of that. Just leave them and, in darkness. Take all of that away. Take away their culture, their language. That's, that's trauma. That's trauma. And and trauma is what creates that darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, he said, now whether they should get mercy, we could talk about that. But what is certain is they will get none. Listen to that. <laughs> I knew, see, this is exactly why I brought this to you. Because I knew you was gonna, she was going to tag and latch up. <laughs> He said, he said, we can debate all day long, boys and girls, but, and that's what they do. They keep us in a constant state of debate, whether that's with them or with us. Correct. Wow. They over here doing whatever they want to do. (laughs) And we're sitting over here debating. And he basically said it. We can talk about it, but what's certain is... (laughs) The decisions already made, they're not going to get any mercy over here. Yeah. So why we keep mercy why do you think we keep yeah. asking for mercy when they basically just told us you're not getting any yeah yep and these are the forefathers of your little friends your your neighbor your friend in class whatever this is some of their ancestors yes so yes. so 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 when the whole george floyd thing happened and then and then everybody realized that they best friend their best white friend from 10 years I'll call yeah. them the N-word all of a sudden. Everybody was acting surprised and shocked. But if you look at the history. <laughs> Why were they surprised? Oh, let's go back. Remember okay. the, the quote that um, I found today, and I got to figure out who that was. Yeah. About, would you let Nazis, would, would Jewish people let Nazis teach their children? Yes. And of yes. course, the Jewish lady was like, no. Yeah. Only do we expect would, would would they go for Nazis? Would they ask Nazis for for mercy? Yeah. No. Yeah. Would they would they build their houses beside them? No. Yeah. Mm. But we would mm. call those oppressors our neighbors, our teachers, our friends, our pastors, our spiritual leaders, and then be shocked and amazed when they come out and call you a nigga. Mm. And girl, it, uh-huh, go ahead. And, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't hear you. No, I said, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, no. I'm just taking all that goodness in, what you're saying. That's real. Um, But also, because I know you don't got the quote in front of you, but what I also was emphasis for, for you, my sister, that goes into what we're talking about, about self-preservation, survival, narcissistic cycling. It says, it says that, it, it says, on a level with the, they said they should be on the level of beast of the field and we should be safe. We, as in those white people should feel safe once black people are completely devoid of their, you know, intelligence, of their mentality, of their soul, all that, just devoid of it, just in darkness. (laughs) And that's exactly what we have now. And they would feel safe after that. They and they're safe. They feel safe. We just talked about it. We just talked yeah. about how safe yeah. they feel to to a white man will walk up and hit a black woman in the face with no fear whatsoever of any kind of retribution, not from law enforcement and not from us. They oh yeah! Are... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! They did it on the color purple when that white man hit Oprah right in the face oh, with yeah. a man, not a woman, a man. <laughs> What? And what happened? And what happened? She the one ended up being just dr- drugged through the, through the whole movie. Yeah. 
All because she stood up for herself. Yeah. So this is not and something that... I think she that, got locked up too, yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. for a long time. They beat her in there, messed up her eyes. Yeah. She had to work for the yeah. very thing that she got she locked had up. Babies. She had babies. She had babies. She couldn't even yeah. see her own children. Yeah. Because the white lady couldn't drive the car properly or something. I mean... Yeah, well, no, 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 no. What happened is, it's the, still the same stuff that's happening today where the white people try to touch our hair or they try to treat us like a dog or an animal. Oh, can I pet you or can I do this? Like the white woman was was trying to uh, touch the touch Oprah's um, child or say, how cute is, you know, how pinch his cheeks. And t- yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's why that's why she reacted that way and then the white man was the mayor or something like that and he and then he punched her and then she punched him back <laughs> oh, wow. See, you remember it way better than i do yeah um back and look at it but i but the whole point is that it's been it's been cycled over and over and over and over again yeah i think the point where now it is how how he said it was going to be they, they don't even have to worry about us doing anything at this point. They don't mm. have to worry Sophia's hitting a white lady in the store or this white lady chased it. I just saw the video of the white lady that chased this black woman around the store and she videotaped it. No, nobody in, that, in there helped her. She didn't even defend herself. She just, you know, she got out her video. That was her defense because she knows if she hits this white lady, it's going to be a whole different story for her. Mm. It was that this white lady was not afraid, you know, mm. do that. We should all be afraid to go against mm. someone just mm. because we can't. Like, we should all have, not afraid, but we should just all know that if we do that, there are repercussions. There are no repercussions for them. No, because the, no, the, no, the police was based out of white supremacy and, and also created during slavery. So it was, it was to protect them. It's always been to protect them. Um, it, it, the black people, you know, it was a quote that my grandma used to say, the black people don't got no police. And that's no. some other stuff me and you decided to talk about. <laughs> that's exactly what we were talking We don't, so <laughs> what sparked this was, we were talking, you know, not getting into anything, but, you know, being a black woman in society, being a single yes. black woman in society, and having to go against white men, calling out your name, being physical with you, yes. um, going through all these a scary type of situation and the yeah. only people you can call to help you is the white the police. white man <laughs> so I have to call my oppressor to protect me from my oppressor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the laws that they have are not even laws they're just things that they say to keep us in check and they'll keep repeating them and repeating them until we come into agreement with their BS mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can't I call why 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 that I could call a black police force and say, hey, this is what went down over here. Yes, yes. Here comes, and even if I couldn't even call just uh, just a black man in general. Yeah. And I yeah. think we were, because our black men are set to fear now. They're so traumatized. Yes, yes, that we were talking about that. They're in yeah. self-invasion mode. Yeah. But that's our job. It's not their job. And that was another thing we were saying. Everybody has their own fear level. So some people mm-hmm. feel that some people it's like, oh, they'll lock me up. So some people mm-hmm. are feel that. But whatever the fear is, they got them set. 
he said it. As long as we have them set to darkness and they have no light, we're yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about, you know, the slave mentality and the slave matrix, uh, it was always like the white people were always afraid of an uprising. They were always yes. afraid that we were going to kill them in their sleep or do something, poison them or do something like that, revolt. They were mm-hmm. always afraid. So think about think about how much fear they had to live in on a day to day. Like, okay, think about think about that you know you're doing something wrong, but mm-hmm. you're doing it anyway because it, it benefits you. And so you're pretty much walking on eggshells and tiptoes because any day now that thing could backfire on you. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how much stress and how much you know what I mean, uh, anxiety and, and how much fear you had to have. You know what I mean. So there, so for them to have any peace at all, correct. Night on any level, they had to get these beasts under control. Correct. So they built that as the foundation of their society is getting the beasts under control. That's the laws that they made police that they have that's the that's the society that they have is to keep us under control that's it yeah keep us in check yeah keep us in check and remember we were talking about you know um how we were really 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 getting together at one point and we were not we weren't separated by all these religious ideals or whatever it was we were like you know what enough is enough you're killing us and we're done everybody was together and then they had to separate us again with another fear tactic because we have to keep them under control mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah yeah that's um, everybody misses if they asked why would the government do that because they want to control you boo-boo mm-hmm yep yep um yeah we um we even wrote okay we even wrote, we wrote, society is self-preserving themselves and are set to fear, the fear frequency. And and we said, only way to stop this is to unite in community. Because what you said was, you know what I mean? When, you, when it's always fear, 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 you go into self-preservation. Um, that's that survival mode. You know what I mean? That's that's a low vibe, low frequency. Humans don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to be in that survival mode. That's, that's an old way of being or thinking or it's actually there's that's not even living you're not even living you're just surviving when you survive what happens you you need your basic needs you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and and that means that you're not doing any other things that you're supposed to be doing tapping into who you really are your divine self because you kind of can't because you're stuck on that level of survival like 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 oh my uh madam shah got a uh got a uh, promotion at work oh she gonna take away from my plate my i got it i got it that's nothing to do with you let her shine <laughs> right but that's how they have a set yeah, my that's, my my me <laughs> that's the whole point keep us low keep them in darkness keep them in fear keep them thinking about keep you know check. The, check. there you go keep them, check. keep them thinking about the next thing coming the next thing coming that's why they got them glued to the news, glued to this, glued to that. As long as on the next thing coming, the next thing coming, we will never build. Yeah. We will never break out of the matrix. Because what yeah. if I look at my job? What's the next thing coming? Then I'm homeless. I mean, they have us yeah. so 
willing to fear that. Remember you were saying it's like it's fulfilled itself now. They don't have to do anything. They just sit back and just watch us yeah. ruminate, ruminate in this fear. Once again, it's PTSD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's PTSD thinking and it's PTSD living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just a cycle. It's, mm-hmm. it's a cycle. And we were talking about how really we they've been up they've been they've been they've been cycling us so much and we're in kind of so much darkness. I mean we were talking about how we kind of see our way, you know, out of this and about killing each other and communicating. And that is gonna be a big issue. Yes. Because mm-hmm. this, this is not just um it's, it's coming down to a man-woman thing, a black man, black woman thing. We have got to get it together. We've got to get it together. And we have yes. to come out of self-preservation mode and realize that if we come together, we preserve everybody. Ooh. Ooh. We preserve everybody. It isn't me, it isn't you. It's, and, and so we were talking like about that. the mentality, the, the we mentality. Oh. How, every, how everybody else, when push comes to shove, you're an outsider, whether you're white, whether you're uh, from Turkey or Turkish, whether you are a race, whatever their race is, they have a us and you kind of mentality. Correct. We do not. We don't have <laughs> us versus them. We do not have that. They broke that structure down between us. So we would trust them over us. We're the only race that does that. Yeah. Every other race can fight amongst themselves. And you don't even know about it. They don't go out there and publicly humiliate each other and give up all the business like we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about, my sister, Madam Shaw. Um, we were talking about the deflection and we were also talking about that we publicly humiliate each other. Um, and, you know, back in the... Um, the dark ages and all that stuff they would publicly humiliate people by putting them in the stocks and mm-hmm. they would people would walk by and throw tomatoes and whatever else at the person in the stock and they knew that humiliation was actually a form of punishment and torture and we are actually doing it to each other mm. we're, we're doing it ourselves we yeah. what you just said okay so humiliation is a form of torture. And punishment, yeah. Punishment. So mm-hmm. we are torturing ourselves through our music. Yes. Through our entertainment. Through our everyday speech. Mm. What we're doing to each other. We're literally, we're torturing each other. Every time I call my beautiful sister a bitch or mm-hmm. a hope or a Jezebel or whatever I want to call her, I'm torturing her. When mm-hmm. I go out against my sister's name, I'm torturing her. Mm. And you wonder why we can't come together. We're not we do this to the That's very poignant. Um, that's very poignant. I can kind of see how we're going to need to redo our entire environment. And that goes with our communication with each other about what we're listening 
what we're feeding our soul and I, yes. that's, that's what we're not cluing into what we're feeding our soul it's not listening to music yes. it's, not, it's not just hey I'm going to turn this on and I'm going to do it and all of this and in the background all you hear is F this girl and I F that girl and F this dude and I'm in a gang and da 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 you really yeah. think that's going to penetrate into your very being of who you think you should be? Yeah, and yeah, and and you know, we know that that uh, uh, different sayings that you say or music is a mantra. Yes, so if you constantly have this mantra over your life and what you're listening to, what you're putting into your spirit, and all that. Then you become that. You yes. become all of that, and and um. And also, I always would say to people, I would be like, okay, so if you look at any other race, if you listen to their music, you rarely get another genre that degrades its own people. You know, I mean, I I know a couple, I know a couple of rock songs. So if somebody try to rebuttal, I'm already ready. But it's, but my point (laughs) is the majority, yeah. (laughs) But, but my point is the majority and overall message of those rock songs or, or country or whatever doesn't degrade the they're people. No. <laughs> no. But you said it at the beginning. If you take away their lights, mm, that yeah. is all we yeah. have to get together is darkness. Yeah. So pretty much. Okay. So pretty much. You know, you and I talk. You know, we talk a lot. We talk often. And so what people don't what people don't realize is they be talking about Exodus and they be talking about slavery like it was in the past. No, it's happening now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's now <laughs> it's mm-hmm. happening now yeah and um and, and it's it's about the mentality if your mind is trapped in a slave then your whole body is your whole environment is your whole world you create your world with your mind mm-hmm. so but yeah allowing that though allowing that they're allowing others to create that world for them correct correct and um oh and then just right quick on that point while we still own it about when you were talking about the light they said um you know extinguish the capacity to see the light and our work would be complete and they would be on the level of the beast of the field the beast of the field are animals so pretty yeah. much so pretty so pretty much they called us the n-word and they said that we were um you know not even a complete you know human being and pretty much we were already on the level of animals but the thing is they're trying to create that now by the music and calling and you call yourself an n-word or whatever you're in or a b word you're internalizing these things and that's what you project and that's how you act so you say that you a bitch or you a dog well you show you're acting like one what do dogs do dogs hump every and anything right Mm -hmm. so also um loyal to their masters their masters can beat the crap out of them and they would still defend that master be under that master yeah um so <laughs> so basically yeah. what i hear yeah. you say is they basically accomplished their goal like they oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. a society oh, no. a population well <laughs> like, oh, we, no. we're not okay let me okay but well, I mean, we are we are definitely in in beastly fashion 
even with each other, especially with each other. Yeah. How we treat each other, how we talk to each other, how we behave toward each other. If this yeah. is not the coming out of people, I, I I don't know what is. How I've had black men talk to me, treat me, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. How I've seen, you know, and it's not just black men, how I've seen black women start to behave, even with our own children. Yes. Yes, yes. And I mean, you know, Tupac said it, you know, we'll have a, uh, what do you say, a race of babies that hate the ladies. To make so the ba- we're teaching our seeds to hate and not cherish women. But my thing is, I'd be so confused because a lot of black men are raised by single mothers. So how can you not love women or show respect or show love to them when you were raised by your mama? I think on two different levels. You have some okay. men who... Okay absolutely love their mothers but still don't see the value in women who are not like their mother okay I understand okay. either they think these women are supposed to be working five jobs and taking care of all the kids while they run around do whatever they do because that's what they saw mm. um, you don't live up to that and you're not living up to that standard or on the flip side they had a mother that was in her masculine energy because she had to be, which we talked about that too. They both must be in our masculine energy, but they need us to take care of ourselves. Mm. Their mother in more of a masculine energy and they didn't like that. miss that feminine energy. So mm. that's something that they so When they see a black woman, they now have a fair type of mind. They see a mm. black woman who they would call masculine or aggressive, they would immediately label her that. Mm. Um, they would then move to another race, I guess, that they would see more fitting, more docile. You know, I've heard black people, you know black people say it, but a lot of times they're with the women that are outside of their race because these women are more... Um, Submissive. Submissive. That's that word. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's get into that, Madam Shah. Like, <laughs> we going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> let's get into so, it. Means to come under. Mm-hmm. So, that's authority. Sub. 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 So, I have to come under something. Why? Why do I have to come under something? Mm-hmm. Why is that place? That whole. Mm-hmm put in place specifically for us not mm-hmm. just women but us as a race mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. submit to your master submit yep submit to your masters okay so why would that even have to be a a scripture if you were actually in control you right. gotta tell me you gotta tell me to submit right right you tell me to submit so that means you don't have control. You don't have power. You have to beat me into submission if I if I don't do it willingly. Then you have to beat me into it. Because you have to instill that fear. And, and you have to you have to make an example. Like you know how you and I were reading the art of war. Um what mm-hmm. it said was pretty much, I'm not gonna, you know, get completely into it, but what it did was the same thing. Like when one of the women didn't do right or whatever, he cut her mm-hmm. head off. So what, what you got to do is you have to instill that fear so that everybody else won't do anything. They'll be right. so afraid of getting whipped or getting their head cut off symbolically. <laughs> or let's let's bring it let's bring it to today's day, day and age. 
are literally get your head cut off. Yeah. You know, yeah. that brings up when you were talking about how really black men are suffering from a different type of PTSD. You said, you know, you talked to a black man who said he doesn't even leave the house. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because he's afraid he may be shot or killed by the I know a black man who's scared to get into the elevator with a white woman. If she she could just say something, and there you go, his whole you know life is ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's traumatizing. Yes, traumatized, traumatizing, and and pretty much it. Yeah, in in, P, in PTSD. It, um, and to be honest, you know what I mean. Like to be honest, we actually should be getting free health care, free health care, yeah. free mental health, um, you know, not, you know, people just, you know, like you said, every time we bring up slavery or, or even just the mentality or even the effects of what, you know, said matrix or whatever has created on our lives, it's still a system. So even if, you know, me and you know some different stuff, but even if not the systems itself created structures to oppress our people mm-hmm. and, you know, and to, and to traumatize them and to give them PTSD, like you said, I literally know a person that seriously don't want to leave their house. They're terrified of just walking down the street, uh, you know, holding some Skittles and getting gunned down. How Trayvon Martin got, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this and is this is this is our reality. This is real. And that's another thing we were talking about was why do we keep teaching our boys what to do to not be killed when they're going to kill them anyway? You <sighs> could see a different thinking in that system, and that comes with. Breaking the slave mentality, breaking that mindset, coming, coming out of the fear, because it's because because it's fear. Like you said, it's PTSD. They don't want to go outside. We teach our boys, hey, if police roll up, you know, look them in the eye. Don't don't reach for the glove compartment. Yeah. Keep your hands here. We're telling them how to do all these things to stay safe. When you're not, they're not. They they just say they're not giving us no mercy. I, I keep laughing. I'm shocked. I can't get over it because I, because he, because I never heard that quote before. But yeah, <laughs> she gonna, she, yo, yo, she gonna be using this quote forever. <laughs> I'm gonna be posting it on Facebook. They're like, where she did this quote? I can ask her call, and she talked about it for like an hour about. <laughs> about they told us to not giving us any mercy. And yet we're teaching our boys how to get mercy from people who are not going to give you mercy. Ooh, ooh. How are we, what, what, what's the mentality here? Jim, Jim. Yep, yep. We still, we, we still keep thinking like, if I do the right thing or if I, or if I do this, listen, no matter what you do, you do. They're still going to try to target you. No matter, and and, and people, you know, people who don't even know, who people who are not even in our ethnic group or don't even live this life trying to tell us what we should do or what, you know what I mean? That, that, that girl, that like, good thing is our spiritual show. (laughs) That's the worst. Like when you sitting there telling them like, yeah, this black man just got shot and here they go. Was was he, was he argumentative? Girl, if, Like <laughs> to turn me into some other person because he must want to catch it on camera because I'm yes. about to flip. Yes. What yes. Is that? what kind of and they don't know what see, I refuse to explain privilege and all that to them. Yeah, that's, 
That's privilege. It's a privilege to be able to sit back and watch somebody be shot in the face and then tell them how they could have avoided it. That's privilege. That is straight up privilege. And to be honest, I mean, I norm- I wouldn't ask none of that questions if that was another race. You know what I mean? No. I mean, I would just be like, wow, um, he is using excessive force and that is not right. I mean, that's because I stand on the grounds of what's right. Some people don't have that in them. Some people don't have... Wait. <laughs> so remember when we were talking about um, how we are prone to ask we're the only ones who do this are prone to ask what did we do like if we're arrested by the police or hurt in some way we'll ask well what did Charlene what did what did Shaw do to make the police hurt her you don't really jump and go hold on hold on that is wrong they shouldn't have done that oh oh I understand yep I always go for the other side yep Yep. Yep. Actually, yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yep. We it's it's we always have to have the we always have to um, hold the blame. We always yes. have to be in the wrong, even though the system was created for this type of stuff. This, and the thing is, I think you know, I told you I was watching um Dr. Frances Cress Wellesley, Wellesley, and she was on national TV. And this is only this was only the sixties. The something sixty, not even the seventies. And Martin Luther King them already, you know what I mean, got shot and dogs was already, you know, attacking people and everything. That already happened. Water holes and all that. That already happened, okay? She's on she's here sitting down on national TV and these white people are literally saying they don't think racism is a problem anymore and racism doesn't exist. In the sixty something. But this you know what happened. But How you know you what? that disillusion in 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 denial. When you but, and your family and your grandparents were sitting around eating eating freaking sandwiches while you hang my grandfather. Yeah. You're eating sandwiches. Yeah, like a it's picnic. a family event, a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're literally telling me racism doesn't exist. But what's very telling is <laughs> how they got us to believe it didn't exist. See, see, y'all, Madam Shahi, she come like she, <laughs> she gave you with the questions. Like, no, because y'all, I thought I was good with questions, but Madam Shah, woo. <laughs> I admit that they got your black self to believe. That racism doesn't exist. Like, why were people shocked when I guess Trump became president and their best friend suddenly was saying the N-word like it was like it was nothing? <laughs> why were why were they so shocked? Like, did you really believe that it was over somehow? Mm. This is this is what I don't understand. You know what? Huh. Here's the thing. Okay. If if white people want to deny what happened, that's fine. If they want to like they don't know pretend like they don't know if they want to forget that's fine okay when we do it though i that's like that's true witchcraft right there that's a spell uh, um well let's go back let's go back into it what we talked about um that's just a part of their tactics when they gaslight the narcissistic cycling where they attack repeatedly yes. until you start believing it yourself you know if i okay if i came to you and said bottom shot your nose is too big you're like girl my nose is good i like my nose i'm cute 
Matter of mm-hmm. fact, your nose is too big. Girl, I already told you my nose is good. Like, forget that. I don't care what you say. Your nose is big. Your nose is big as water across your face. And I keep saying it and hitting you upside the head. And I have TV images of your nose being too big. And I, <laughs> and I Photoshop a picture of you and put it on Facebook with your nose being too big. And then I get three of my friends to tell you that your nose is big. And then somebody in your family saying your nose is big. This probably won't work for you now because you elevated. But I'm just using you as an example in general that that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's repetition. <laughs> It's the attack. That's what you said. You said <laughs> attack after attack after attack after attack. And it's 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 a focus attack. Correct. Correct. So so in that in that sense, your attack was I want her to think that she's ugly. Mm-hmm. Physically. To attack her nose, attack her nose, just just pinpoint her nose. Yeah. For them, what they just want us to think that we're beasts. Yeah. So they attack yeah identity in any way possible oh you think you yeah. you're you're superior you think you're human no 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 let me show you what you really are let me show you how you have sex with anybody now let me show uh-huh. you how you have girls let me show you how you turn on each other let me show yeah. you and yeah. not only i'm going to show you i'm going to get oh. you to compete and show yourselves oh oh and then oh and then shot uh madam shot and then this is what we do we showed the world, look, look, they are beasts. Look, they are uh, bitches. Look, they are the N-words. Look at how uh, they're behaving on TV. Look, you can see yourself. We're not even making them do this. This is how up. they act. This is how they act for real. Like, this is what we have to live with. This is how they are. This is how they are. So the so the, what we do in our systems is to protect ourselves because, because uh, black men could be walking down the street but um, this was, you know, prevalent in L.A. and well, everywhere. But it was, you know, in L.A. It was pretty much an invisible line. I watched a documentary where if black men were crossed up that invisible line, the cops would harass them, throw them to the ground. But it was just a regular piece of the street. But mm-hmm. the cops have a, a mapped out invisible area that, that says do not cross into this now white area of Providence. So it's another white supremacy system, an invisible system that you cannot see. And actually, a lot of these systems are invisible. We all just going to college, going about our way, and da da da. Meanwhile, they got the busing system to segregate us. Meanwhile, they got um, mm-hmm. things where they give, you know, uh, African Americans or people with low income, um, you know, higher rates for their houses, like higher, you know, have to pay higher property tax. Meanwhile, they're putting alcohol stores and churches and um, predominantly black communities so that your property tax increases because these places, because uh, well, the churches don't have to pay, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pay any, you know, money and stuff like that, any taxes, it's pretty much free. So it increases the homeowner's taxes. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I learned in school, yeah. Yeah, and then the alcohol stores, and you put a gun store right beside, what do you think is going, what, what do you think is going to happen? Let's set the environment, let's set the mood in order yep. to get the outcome that we want. <laughs> or even in the projects, you got a whole bunch of people living in in these <laughs> tiny freaking <laughs> cramped areas and side by side. That's just, you know, that's just disaster waiting to happen. That's waiting to happen. And then, and then you make them fight for resources. Yeah. And then, and then you call them crabs in a bucket. And this is what I've always asked. And they always say, we like crabs in a bucket. Um, can somebody raise their hand and ask who the hell put the crabs in the bucket? 
See, this is why I can't mess with Madam Shy, y'all. <laughs> Not their natural environment. You dropped crabs in the blame them for trying their best to get out and whatever they mm. they came up with to try to get out this bucket. If that's not narcissistic cycling, gaslighting at its best. Madam Shaw, I, I'm gonna make that a meme and put, I, I already quoted Madam Shaw like three times today. Like for real, like that needs to be out there. I'm gonna put, <laughs> I'm gonna put hyphen <laughs> Madam Shaw. <laughs> and have the picture of the crabs and put your quote because that needs to be out there. That I never thought about that. Who put who set the environment? Who put them in a bucket? I keep and, and I hear black people saying this. We're like crabs in the bucket. Who put them in the bucket? Why won't somebody answer that question? <laughs> because crabs don't just chill in a bucket. They're walking around on the sea, minding their business. Minding their business. Do they act like that under the sea? No, they're their natural environment. And so what? Mm -hmm. We talked about okay, so I got into this big argument on Facebook about the album. <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> I hardly even have a page on Facebook anymore. They keep shutting me down. <laughs> I got into it about the alpha, the alpha, the alpha. Oh, god, it was a guy who thought he was the alpha, and that was cool, but yes, the video was about was saying that alpha really doesn't really, uh, it's not something that exists in nature as much as it is in captivity because mm. in nature they're not fighting for resource they're not doing that there's not like this uh, small area that they're confined to that's an that's an imprisoned mentality that's a slave mentality the alpha uh -huh. resonated with me all the way I'm like see wait hold on keep hold on keep going wait so mm -hmm. okay so you're saying in the wild they they're like they're like good leaders and just is that what you're saying? Like they're just natural right. leaders and just chilling? Is that right. Yeah, I think so. They're just natural uh, leaders. They're just chilling. They have their roles, okay. but they're not, not fighting for that that oh. dom. If they run into another wolf pack or whatever, we're talking about alpha dogs or whatever. Yeah. They have an argument, but but that's not how they just naturally are. Oh, gotcha. But once you put them in that confined oh. alpha mentality. The alpha mentality is like a pseudo alpha. So remember mm. how we and we were saying how there are some alpha most alphas don't even really know they are alphas. They're just living their life. Yeah. They're just doing their own thing. They got all these people trying to come up against them and they're not really worried about that. Yeah. I think that's a God mentality. Guys are just creating. They're just creating stuff. They're just doing their own thing. They're that's just being God in nature. When you take them out and you put them in a bucket and you turn mm. a crab and then mm. you say look at all the crabs in the bucket oh got you got you so they yeah. can't divinity with these type of mantras yeah, yeah. about each other without ever yeah. questioning asking baby I'm not a crab oh. who, who turned me into a crab and put me in a bucket Let's get to the root, the origin of yeah, this. Yeah, we need to go to the root. We need to go to the, because everybody just want to, like, y'all, listen. I am tired of seeing these men versus women, all these blank, these scapegoating, talking about these celebrities. and Y'all, these are just scapegoats. I'm tired of it. Just stop. Cut it out. Cut it yeah. out. Cut it out. Because, uh, just cut it out. Because 
because the people at the top are doing way worse things. It's always it's always has to be a figurehead. It always has to be a scapegoat in order yeah. to take all the blame. But there's people at the top who are actually controlling and manipulating your lives who actually mm-hmm. have the power to do so. These celebrities don't have the power to do that to your lives per se. If you don't want to listen, like uh, Madam Shaw was like, you know, uh, if I want to listen to it, I just won't listen to it. Like, it's that simple. Like, we don't got to talk about it. We don't got to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a you know this is a scapegoat for a bigger broader issue and we mm-hmm. need to get to the root of the issue and stop focusing on you know these little just ugh. <laughs> focusing on the mess like why do we care who cardi b is married to or why do we care if Nicki minaj has a baby why do we care why do we care i don't understand why we care yeah, I, yeah. People like go in on me because they were talking about Nicki Minaj or something. I just made the statement. I feel like Little Kim was there first because she was. I mean, she what was do doing you mean all there first. Well, Little Kim was already dressing and all that stuff, and she was like, and Nicki Minaj has pretty much copied a lot of her style. What do you mean? But, what do you mean? Little Kim was definitely there first. <laughs> that thing is, I don't even. I didn't know where you were going with it because people oh. were. So- People were so upset, like, coming after me. Wait, I mean, I'm confused because she obviously was there with Biggie. Nikki was not. She was not No, but they, <laughs> this younger girl, they're on that Nikki Okay, Minaj. so they're cut off from even hip-hop hip hop history. But anyways, keep going, my All bad. Right. <laughs> they were like, well, Little Kim didn't do this, and Biggie wrote her rhymes, and Nikki Minaj, da 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 And I'm thinking, okay, well, it's not that serious. Like, I really don't care. I was just, I was just scrolling through TikTok, and... <laughs> I was just scrolling through TikTok and just happened to make a statement. I didn't know I was gonna have to like defend between like so I finally answered because it kept tagging me and I was like, guys, I can delete the cop like I literally don't care. This is not it's not that serious. It's not that serious. It's not life or death. death. Why are you guys so angry about mm. this girl was Oh, you just old like her. Another one. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm like, what? <laughs> like a personal character assassination. Oh, you, you just old like her. Oh, da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, is this supposed to make me angry? Like, I'm not, I'm not even mad about you calling me old. I mean, I'm proud of my age. I'm not. I don't understand yeah. why you're so mad. It was I'm Listening to the whole, you know, when I made the comment about the whole Kobe thing. No, and wait, hold on. Wait, explain to our viewers. Should I bring this up? I don't know, girl. I don't know. Okay. So, well, I mean, just, a, just a little bit. Okay. So, she, okay, go. Okay, okay. So, when Kobe passed away, I made a post that basically we were celebrity worshiping. Yeah, and that's like, true. And, nuts like I was getting death threats in my inbox like it was serious everybody went nuts and I realized spirit you know the most high spirit the source spirit we're not gonna get into that yes downloaded to me like you do realize you went against their god like this they worship these idols and you just went against that be be prepared when you do that now I was called to do that yeah people think I just like controversy or something like Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go back and forth with people. That is not what I do. But when I'm called to do something, I do it. Yes. Yeah. Called that post. I was yeah. called to 
at the light for a reason. Yeah. I did expect the, the pushback. That was uh, <laughs> that was very eye opening. She got me. death threats, y'all. Let that death soak threat. in. Death this, threat. Okay, wait, hold on. Th- mind you, this is a celebrity or celebrities in general. What have they done for you personally? Nothing. What have they done? For you personally, when your light's about to go out, do they give you money? When you're hungry, do they feed you? I mean, some of them do do some things in the community, but overall, all that money that they got, don't you think that they could do a little bit more if they really cared or they really wanted to? They, I mean, I've met. Listen, listen, if they really could, we want to believe that all these black celebrities got all this money, all this freedom. I don't think that to be true. I think a lot of us feel like because they are celebrities, they are the ones we should follow. Oh, they made it. You yeah. know, they we should follow them. They know success. They know this. They do, they yeah. know that. But these people are not free. Look at them. Their souls are dead. You can just look at them in their face, in their eyes. You can tell that a lot of them are just yeah, yeah, for the and- industry. And really, a lot of them, you know, are slaves. You know, I mean, I, you yeah. know, I, I met, I met some uh, celebrities, and you know, you could just see that, like, they don't have freedom of speech. If they say certain things, they have to go back and apologize, or they have to go back because they could lose this endorsement, or they might. Who knows? I mean, I believe that some of them do get whacked off. Like, just, I mean. <laughs> We've seen, well, we, we've seen them whack off our leaders, so what makes you think they're not going to whack off a celebrity if they get out of line? I mean... And I, I think mean, we... Uh, like, how, how should we feel about the celebrities that... And I guess it's a totally separate issue, but you know how we do, but how we should feel about celebrities that basically are selling out their people. Because, you no know... Support. No support. I wanted to be... But we were talking... You know, I wanted to be an actress growing up. I, I almost... You know, was on a soap opera. I, you know, I almost got into the industry. Definitely. And being a young one, I was maybe 19 or 20 when I was doing all this. If I had really got into it and got famous and, and did all that, and then they came to me with the, okay, to sell your soul part. <laughs> huh? um, a lot of these celebrities do have their entire families, like kind of putting on them to make this money in, and they're kind of in it at that point. Do we have sympathy for them, yes or no? Like, how do so we sell our souls for a false god, for a false idol, an entity? Money is money. A, the whole is a god, is an entity, is a false god. Yeah. So we sell our souls for that. So money, what is it buying? I mean, material things, material things of this world, um, things that we get. You know, it's called possessions for a reason. Mm-hmm. Our possessions. I mean, I'm not saying that we can't have things and have nice things. No, I'm going to have abundant life. But what I am saying is money is a false god and we idolize and we worship this god more than the true source of, of our creation. So <laughs> so what I hear you saying, and I kind of agree this is what you're saying, is we it's not that we should have empathy for these celebrities. We should actually kind of turn on them because basically they've sold us out. They, I mean, sold, they sold themselves out too. But they sold themselves out, but they're also pimping us and selling us out too. Ooh, ooh, ho, oh, hot tomato, hot tomato. Hold on now, hold on now. Are we ooh, getting? Remember we? I mean, we can't name drop and stuff, but that situation that you had with that dude, the group, and all that. 
Wait, say that again. I said, you know, we can't name drop or nothing, but the situation that you had with that guy in the group that was leading a whole bunch of people astray, and I said that he works with some kind of entity that's pretty much pimp. What did I say? Pimping him out? Or pimping yeah. him out? He's, he's the, pimping the members out. Remember the bottom B that we talked about? <laughs> that bottom B mentality. Oh my god. Sorry for the bottom B who didn't who turned who who who's working for the pimp to pimp us out. Yep. Because yep. really what celebrities are. They're the bottom Bs. And they're working for the big pimp, whoever the big pimp is, and they're pimping us out. They're they're selling us out. They're giving us false imagery, false idols, and it's literally sucking our soul. Oh, wait, wait. Also, yep, 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 yep. They're giving us, just like the government, but they help push the um, the government's agenda. They're giving us a false um, sense of purpose. Mm. If you don't know your true purpose, your true divine purpose of why you're on this earth, they're giving mm. you a replacement of that. Hey, uh, go mm. to college, get that degree, get in debt, um, mm. get married, uh, you know, and have 10 million babies. Um, you know what I mean? Like, um, it, what's, help me out. Like some more, just just this whole, yeah. oh, get that car, get that house, and then you're happy, but you're still unfulfilled. Like, yeah, go get famous, work the nine to five, get that career. Um, oh yeah, um, work for somebody else. Don't start your own business. We're not saying that. We're saying get that good job and, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, and work that nine to five and, and then you don't even barely have time to, to go get your own groceries to clean your own house or work on your own dream. You're working somebody else's dream. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's go ahead in that matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these celebrities, oh yeah, my gold chain and my and that's- is shining. It that's material. They're not as money. That's all they talk about. They're pipping you out. <laughs> yep. Steadily. Steadily pipping you out. Steadily giving you the next thing. The, the perfume, the so hair, the makeup, the clothes, the shoes. The so house. they're worshiping their God. Outwardly everywhere. All day. When the videos, all that money and all that, you know, and all that, that's, a, that's worship. And they're getting you to worship those false gods too. When you... When you listen to those music and you know music and dancing is a form of worship yes you know yes. And, and even you know um there's certain hurts that human ears cannot hear uh, uh, animals and stuff and dogs can hear certain hurts and we can't so who knows what kind of hurts and different messages and stuff they put in that we can't hear that is going into your spirit just the energy that it creates have you um i think you have because i think you did tell me but i went to you know, I was hanging out with some <laughs> white people, whatever, and I went to a, a heavy metal type concert. Oh, girl! But uh huh. <laughs> yeah, not prepared, not prepared. Yeah. Um, they had mosh pits. They had. Um, it, it was just. It was wild. It was crazy. And I'm telling you, there were there was an energy in there that was just dark. It kept me on edge the entire time. I just, and it was something very different from going to like, even a concert that's like gang rap or something. Mm-hmm. It was just a very different type of energy. It felt like it could have been something in there with us. It was, it was just, it was just kind of dark. And mm-hmm. I remember being on the way home and having a different 
feeling with the people that I was with. Like when we went there, we were all like, yeah, girl, we're gonna have a good time, blah, blah. On the way back, it was just a little different. They were talking a little different. They were saying more things like, um, like, yeah, we should have did this. We should, you know, we should have hurt this. We should did. It was just the energy. Wait, they just, were talking about what? Like, what do you mean? They, they wanted to go do something else. You know what I'm saying? It was that energy of, okay, we just did this. Now let's go do this. Like, they just go get more crazier and crazier. Oh, and crazier. like either drugs or drinking or yeah, like, get more. Go, like, okay. Like, just, just bigger and bigger. Bigger and more. Oh. To do. And this is how you get into those. You got this mentality of, let's go kill somebody. Let's go do these drugs and go do something crazy. It didn't start that way. Mm. I started, that was the energy of let's go do something destructive. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Let's... It completely changed our, um, hmm. it might have changed our DNA because if, you, if we had went into that energy and started doing destructive things, that's repetition. We do know that does change your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. You, yep. And, and yep. And I was even going to talk about the vibrations of the music. You know, the, you know, me and you know that the vibrations, you know, can make different geometric patterns with like your body is over 70% of water. So, you know, yes. the vibrations can create different distorted, distorted, um, geometry. Mm-hmm. Different geometry, yeah. the frequency, um, all of that. And if you look at water, and you play certain music to in around water, it, it makes different shapes in water. Um, those same things happen to us. And not just with music, but it's with our words. Um, it's what we say to each other. I think it was a study done where they were talking, where they put this rice or water or food or something in jars. And in one jar, they were weakly to it, very nicely. and and really good in the second jar um things started rottening because they were saying really bad stuff to it so even in our voices what we say to each other I mean, just like you said it's torture um we we actually torture each other with our words and with what we say to each other yes yes and you know and, and yeah about the uh plant and all that when you said something you know means the plant the plant would die because it's alive like it's a mm-hmm. real, yeah it's frequency yeah. it's 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 so bring it all back bring okay. it all back <laughs> and, and and you know and we could probably have to go into a part two but yeah how do we combat all this slave mentality that we that we have like how do we bring it back to each other as men as women like how do we really each other from it because mm. early day I was definitely in my feelings about some things mm-hmm. and I wanted to go after the black man like doggone it you guys are not doing what you should be doing and they're yeah. not but yeah. on the side of that we also have women who we we're going through our own struggles as well but we're not doing everything we could it's just a deflection mm-hmm. and so even thinking about everything that we talked about, mm-hmm. wisdom in it, is knowledge in it, but let's not deflect and say that the white man has caused so much destruction, we can never get it back together. Mm. How do we get over what they've done to our community so that we can unite? Exactly. Exactly. We, 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 get, we get through this. And it is understanding the trauma. We've all been very traumatized. Mm-hmm. 
But it's also understanding the parts that we play in our own trauma. Like I said, why are we accepting toxic behavior? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why do we allow each other to do the things that we do? Exactly. Exactly. And so for any people with rebuttals, you know, you could definitely, you know, talk to me because I stay ready. Um, but <laughs> well, we still kind of maybe get into this into gathering of spirit. Yeah. But what makes it uh-huh. I was going to say, we're going to go over, you know, kind of the clubhouse and maybe, you know, try to be a little bit more interactive, get some opinions, hear what some people. Yeah. Have. Yeah. And that's, that's important. Yeah. So you can definitely, you know, but what I was saying is like the, the fact that, you know, there's some people that some of our people will say, you know, we got to just get out of that, you know, blame game and da, da, da. So for any of those people, I would say, um, I would say very, uh, politely that, nobody is saying you know play the victim and just sit around and just blame oh well this is this is the white man or they did this and we don't have to do anything make any movements make any changes within ourselves our community no that is not what I'm saying um I I don't always tell people I do not blame the victim um uh, I do not I do not victim blame but I also don't play the victim there's also a little area where the two intersect because you have to listen to parts from each person and, and understand what is really going on what's the root so if you saying this and you saying this okay so where is the root where's the middle ground where's the bridge what what do we do what, what are the solutions what are we finding so yeah I honestly think and uh-huh. once again I latch on to what he said we give them no mercy <laughs> I honestly I honestly, honestly we can look at each other if I can see the black man in front of me that's being not a good person to me at the time, who's not defending me, who's not doing the things. Mm. I can look at him and say, this is a creature who's had no mercy. Well, sister, sister, what I thought you were going to say is us as Black people don't give each other mercy either. But that's what I was going to. Okay. Like, this is a creature who has had no mercy. Okay. Um... Let me be the one to give him mercy. It's that unconditional love that I think we were discussing before. But mm. I think we do that to each other. Mm. And it's from getting out of self-preservation and, and what about me mode and that narcissism and well, I was hurt too and me too, me too. It gets out of that to say, this is a hurt, this is a hurt person. This is this this person has not had mercy. It was set up so 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 he wouldn't. So this is how he he is responding. So before I go into my mode of and yelling and all of that, let me try to be empathetic to that. Let me see him on another level. This is but they and once again they have to see us the same way. Instead of seeing us these look at this black woman in front of me yelling as however they see us, if they say this is a creature in this world that has had no mercy. Mm. Mm, I like that. Why can't I be the creature in front of her, the man in front of her to give her some mercy? Let me just step out of myself mm. and just be merciful right now in this moment. Mm. These little interactions with each other that would create so much healing between, and not just man and woman. Why can't I do it for my sister? Why can't, mm-hmm. I, why can't I see my sister bugging out? Why can't mm-hmm. I just be like, 
this is this is a, a loving creature being that has mm. not mercy in life. Mm. Instead mm. of me on the bandwagon to yell at her and scream at her because that's what she's doing to me right now. Mm. Step back and say, okay, she's been tortured. Basically, we've all been tortured. Every black person in the world has been basically tortured. African Americans have been tortured. So, yeah. Why would I look at her in any other aspect? Why would I expect her to behave in any other way? And that's true enlightenment is to see a person in their pain and understand it. And that's when they took our light, they took that part too. They took the part where we could see each other's pain and understand it. We become these very dark type of beings that can only see our own pain and not just see it, but sit in it and and hurt other people with it and rationalize it and deflect with it. And then still expect somehow we're going to come together and be a community of loving individuals. Yeah, yeah. Explain to me how that's supposed to happen. Yep, and like I said, and I'll say it again, you know, we can create a loving community. I mean, we can create a community or whatever and have land and fruits and vegetables and want to sing Kumbaya, but if we didn't fix our mindset or mentality, what you're going to do is just repeat those cycles and those patterns. Because, yeah. They have, I hate to say it, but basically religion will make us kill each other. Yeah. I mean, you have Hebrew Israelites, then you have Christians, then you have Ifa, then you have this, then you have that. Even in that, we've created lines in the sand. We have to get over all of it. It's really an erasing of the matrix, of the wholeness of is the idol worship, the gods, the culture, the 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 yeah. slave, the, the the narcissism, the the celebrity worship, the the news, the Ooh. I mean, wait, why, wait, you see, uh huh, say it again. I'm sorry. What were you no, gonna say? Uh, no, go ahead, sister. Sorry. Uh huh. It's a washing clean. Yeah. It's truly a washing clean of everything in society that they've yeah. given us. Yeah. Um. You said it earlier. You said um. What did you say? You said, um, how can you build a new, what did you say, like a new thing and the same uh, trauma and the same toxic environment right. or something? What did you, you said that earlier, remember? I don't remember. Yeah, sometimes you'd be channeling, but you were like, how can we create something anew? Uh, you said we just got to break apart, remember? You said, how can we create uh, something in a, in a trauma-induced, a trauma-based society? How can we create something new? Like we pretty much got to tear down those old things and detach. We do. From yeah. We, yeah. Something. Okay. Hey, you read trans, you, so Madam Shaw channels and sometimes she just get messages. And <laughs> it's not her. It's from the source. I, guys, I have no idea what I said. Yeah. But I, just, I need it. That's why I be writing it down so I can quote it. <laughs> she can get famous quotes. <laughs> I think what, basically I guess what was being challenged through was that there is no way for us to build anything beautiful and new. You Correct. can't build a new earth on an on a on an old foundation. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That foundation has to has to go, mm-hmm. and has to, and it's not going to be easy. I think people keep waiting for it to be easy. Yeah, you're just simply going to walk away if it's going to be fight. No, it's going to be hard work. We've been indoctrinated in a lot of different ways. Mm. It's going to take us being able to come out of that in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But 
I do believe it starts with these little connections of building community within what we already have. Yeah. And if we start looking at things with with a higher view, we could, we could see that. Like just a simple thought of I'm not a crab in a bucket. Black people are not just against each other and just like running each other down. And, and if we are, it's because somebody took us out of our natural environment and put us in ghetto, put us in competition with each other. Put us in places where we would become something we were not. Mm. And now we're crabs. We were kings. We were gods. Like, what are you talking mm. about? If mm. recognize who we are, not who we used to be, but who we are intrinsically, we wouldn't even have these issues. I can see the God in my brother as he's yelling and screaming at me and being less than what he really is. I could call the God out of him and problem solve. But because I'm so in my lower being, I can't call the God out in you if I can't see the God in me. We're both in darkness here. And we both basically beasts in the field like they want it to be in the first place. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. This is a lot of juice. And it is. we're gonna have part two. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna have to have a part two because well, what do you think part two should be? Where do you think we should go with this conversation? Oof. I don't know if we should have a vote or what. <laughs> from, the, from the viewers. What do y'all want to... I actually... I really want to get into the healing. Like, how do we heal? Okay. Um, and we can get into the whole chakra, meditation. We go super mm-hmm. spiritual. But we can also bring it back to the physical of how do we heal? Mm-hmm. Like, is it an act of kindness? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when was the last time somebody saw a black man and just told him he was doing great that day? Mm. You know, um, we know that they're beaten down all the time, right? You know, the last time a black man saw a sister and just was like, hey, you're beautiful, or you're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. Now, let me go ahead and do the flip side because I know what's coming. Where you will hear black men say, we just speak to y'all, y'all get attitudes, blah, blah, blah. What I will say is women, sometimes you have to check your attitude. I'm not always in the mood. Or honestly, I think we're just set to a frequency of, like we said, of just not wanting to be bothered. And we don't really know what intentions are. A black man comes and says, I'm beautiful. What's your next? What, what What's your agenda? Mm. So I think it's, 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 it's vice versa. We have to get out of the mentality that we're always trying to hurt each other. And we have to stop hurting each other, too. Mm. We have to set a new president. We have to yeah. break that paradigm of torturing each other and build yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, mm. well, I think maybe, maybe part two. Or you know what? That's not even, you know how we do. It's very organic. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. um, it may be, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then just like we had a script for today, but that 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 didn't go as planned. Yeah, we definitely had a complete look. Uh-uh, this is not what we're gonna do today. This yep. is what we're gonna talk about today. Yep. And and see, that's how spirit moves. Like you just gotta move with spirit. You gotta be, you know, have a discerning of the spirit and just 
you know, when spirit wants to talk, let him talk, you know, like, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, me and her got together and had our talking points. We we're going to talk about a nice little sugar coated message of spiritual <laughs> awakening. <laughs> That's look, look, look it's, it's nice and neat and not controversial, but when spirits say get real, you got to be real. You got to be ready. You can't bite your tongue. We've been our tongues for too long. We've we've held back for too long. We've not spoken the truth for too long. And that is the problem because the only way to kill a lie is to tell the truth. You keep, the, the, well, the thing is, we keep repeating these lies and internalizing them. And, and you know what I mean? Um, all those little stupid little mantra, you know, time is money or, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, easy come, easy go. Like these stupid... <laughs> easy come I ain't gotta work what the f- yeah easy come easy go no easy come then it's in my it's staying with me like we gotta change these little you know we just repeat it we just it, it, so you know it, after a while you know just repeating it repeat it you gotta you gotta think why do I say that why do I act like this why do I do this you know what I mean that's what we really need to do and that's what the time is now now so that's what we have to just whatever source creative universe is saying something we just got to go and move with it and flow with it and my sister called me and she needed to vent and it was very angry it was very hurt and it's okay because because we can be angry and what we what we're going to get into eventually is that focus anger what madam uh shaw was saying about focus and you could be angry but you you just gonna burn everything down you have to have a focused anger so you yes. can do, you can do that. That's that's not you know. Um, I, I told you about the lady on Instagram, and she was just venting about how pretty much she had to pretty much uh, bite her tongue and silently endure abuse at the hands of different men and everything else. Because whenever she tried to speak about it to her friends or family, they would just shut her down and be like, you know, things would just get better. That's just the way it is, or you know what I mean. And and she was angry. She said, enough is enough. She said. Just because I'm spiritual don't mean it's got to be love and light and fuzzy all the time. We can get real. We can get to the nitty gritty. We can get controversial and we can get angry. But then we also have to, we have to, you know, also try to balance or get to the root of what's going on. You know what I mean? And and still, you know, it's to be productive because if you're just angry or just whatever, you're not being productive. So what can we do? What are the solutions? How do we heal? How do we as women heal? How do we, how do the men heal themselves? Because us as women have been trying to heal them. We, we can't heal them. They have heal. to heal themselves. They have to heal themselves. And one of the ways we can do that is by not deflecting and calling it out as it, as it is. You know, yeah. if you, if you know someone it has dysfunctional behavior, why are you matching that energy? I mean, that's real. And only true friends and true, like, sisters will tell you, like, Madam Shah has told me about myself plenty of times. And I think I told her about herself as well. But if it comes from a place of love, then you don't need to be tripping. If it, that, that helps you, that helps you grow. You will not grow if you don't know those things about yourself. Because sometimes you walk through life with black, with uh, foggy colored, you know, glass, what they say, glass stained glasses. Rose colored. Huh? I think it's rose colored. Yeah. Rose- <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you just walking around. You know, you, you just looking. You don't even. You can't really see what's going on. You need somebody else to look in. 
and mm-hmm. that's that's how you grow. That's how you know people love you, and that's and it's coming from a place of love. You know, it's not attack. Don't feel attacked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, when when people are like, I see walking balls of triggers, like because I mean, yeah. yeah. And, you know and 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 you try to challenge them in any kind of way okay. you push back you get that Correct. that how dare you kind of energy Correct. and then it becomes a deflection so we have to realize that everything isn't to hurt us like you said everything isn't to hurt us if i'm if i'm doing something and my sister comes to me and she's like yo you really are off track you need to you know get yourself together is first of all, if she's doing it out of love, it's going to sound that way. She's not going to come to me and tear me down. She's going to come to me in a loving way to just let me know you got some stuff you need to take care of. If we can't do that with each other, we can't heal. We, we, we just won't be able to. So people have to understand their own, their, their, their own issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their own shoes like if you are a man and you are triggered by a woman doing something before you haul off and hit her you need to check yourself and be like why does this trigger me so much mm-hmm. what about what she said or what she did because nothing should get me so out of character that i want to hit this person that i supposedly yeah. love like that's something wrong with me yes so why feel yes. that can be done and i had to do that yeah. I'm 43 years old and I am single. And I had to take a step back and realize what part did I play in being single? And what did you know and what is just, you know, men being kind of grimy cuz that's that's a real thing. <laughs> I said we got to see the balance. <laughs> what's me with you? But I can't say it's all you. Some of it is me because I'm the one that's single. So I did have to kind of look at myself and be like, okay, so what, what is it that I need to change? What is it that I need to grow, you know, with, with them? And here's the thing, it could go either way. It could be in a relationship and maybe you shouldn't be in one. There are some people that cannot be without a relationship. Mm-hmm. They need to check themselves on that as well. No, no, nobody say any of it's right, whether being single or together, it's only right if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be single, then what's going on? If you don't want to be in that relationship, then what's going on? If you don't want that job, then what's going on? We continue to live these lives we don't want and then get mad and angry and beaten down and then want to be mad at the world and give that energy to everybody else around us because you're miserable. Well, why didn't you change it? You had every opportunity to change yourself because it starts with you first. Mm. Why do you do that? So I think that's the question that people have to ask themselves is, mm. why did I do the work? Why didn't I try to change? Why didn't I see this within myself? Mm. And that's how wow. we help you heal. Because I'm not coming at you to blame you. I'm just pulling some stuff out. Like maybe if you kind of look at this right here, okay. you might change this up over here. And I've gotten mm. to people and stop being friends with them because I pulled some stuff out and they would say I was criticizing them or everything they did and it dawned on me if everything I tell you feels like criticism that means you, you're you not wanting to change yeah yeah, yeah. Because get the same energy back to me and take it in and use it to transform and you're mm-hmm. using it to 
really stay put and deflect. Now it's my fault. I'm a bad person for telling you that this is not, yeah. this is not good. So it, it, if you're not careful, you end up in a narcissistic cycle with a person too. Yeah. By help them change, they'll just keep gaslighting you to make you feel like you're a horrible person for trying to help them change. Mm-hmm. You need to get those people, and we need to talk about that. Let society know that's wrong. That's not how that's supposed to be. We should help each other change. This whole love me the way I am. If you are toxic, I'm not loving you like that. Get out my <laughs> energy. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's real though. That's real. <laughs> I've been through too much hell in my life. I've gone through some things in this thing. And what you have to do is make me love you and you toxic. Mm-hmm. Get on out of here with that. That mm-hmm. lets me you don't love me. Mm-hmm. You love you way more than you love me. Yeah. Because you would hurt me just so you could be happy. What kind of mess is this? Yeah, that's yeah that's the complete opposite of of that unconditional love like some of us in that unconditional love will hurt ourselves you know just so that you won't have to hurt or carry those burdens and that's not necessarily good either because then I think you said earlier you said uh, what you said you said uh, we'll love them and destroy ourselves or something like that I wrote it down we will love you to our own demise demise, yeah yeah Uh, that's not good either so <laughs> and I think that came from kind of talking about how we as black women are put in a very precarious position when we have black men in domestic violence or hurting us in different kind of ways and we love this man and we have to understand that if we were to call the police on him they could kill him yeah. so we have to take a step back and go though you are hitting me hurting me I still have to be the one to protect you yeah because i know as my boyfriend husband my child's father whatever i don't want you to lose your life yeah so even though you're basically gonna beat me up i have to love you to my own detriment to my own demise i have to love you that is not fair yeah that's not fair Mm -hmm. and for us to look at each other reciprocated either really no it's not reciprocated (laughs) It's not reciprocated. And we talked about that too. But yeah. that's that mentality of, like you said, they wanted the black woman to only depend on the white man for everything, including mm-hmm. their and that's what and that's what they had in slavery. Yeah. We came out of that a little bit mm-hmm. for a little while, like in the twenties, thirties, you know, we had our own walls. Like we mm-hmm. had different our police force, you know, or we walked up into the sixties with the Black Panther Party. I mean, we had mm-hmm. certain stuff that was coming into place to make sure that we would not have to go back to that slave mentality and then they integrated us which I think was a trick from the devil um they integrated us and then we once again went back to slave mentality where we only depended upon them they basically integrated us and then destroyed our mentality of of segregation segregation made us feel like we were our separate selves it was us and it was them Mm mm-hmm when they integrated us, they made it all them, all us, we're all one. But they never truly had that same mentality. It showed everything that they did that they never really had that mentality of we're all one. They were still very much segregated. We just 
didn't catch on, I guess. Mm. And so we're still stuck in that mentality of well, why are they doing this to us and why don't they give us mercy mm. and why don't how do you do that? Because they never planned on it. We go never... back to the quote. Like wrapping it up. <laughs> the quote. You're circling right back. Circling right back. <laughs> why, why, why won't you give us mercy? They and literally said, they literally said, if they deserve it, that's questionable. But that they get none is certain. That's certain. <laughs> it's certain. That's pretty much certain. Once again, we could talk Ooh. about we could have, look, we could have a debate. We, you know, you could come over. You know, we could have a little discussion. I can make some food. We can talk about it all day. But and what I'm concluding is. But what is certain. What is, is certain. They not getting none. But we could talk about it. <laughs> and y'all still talking about it? Like, I just. But, <laughs> but you know, and, and, you know, people, like I said, like to say, but that was then. This is now. No, honey. They, no. What the, these quotes and what they're saying is pretty much you see you see it manifested today. So yes. that's so that's why it's very important to know quotes, to know history, to know what is going on, so that you can literally see that it can apply today. And that's you know that's going to be we'll definitely um, have that in a part two or whatever organically flows. Yeah. Because what that kind of led me uh, to uh-huh. was revelation. Mm how we have brought that in by manifesting it. Oh lord girl. It's the same, it's, it's the same thing. It's, 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 it's really the same thing. They wrote it what they were going to do. Right? Mm-hmm. So then it's a society so it would happen. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what prophecy that's the prophecy that they've given. That's how they do prophecy. Mm-hmm. Set it up. Okay so you have revelation they would be lover of themselves. That's basically a narcissist. Mm. So society to, to to create these narcissists, right? Mm. And then they teach you that it's prophecy. Oh, there's going to be women against children, the husbands against wives. And then they say, well, it's happening right now. It's all it's revelation. You know, it was prophesied, baby. They created the environment for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. They narcissistically cycled you and cycled you and lied to you and all this stuff, so that, so that they can create this world that they so-called prophesied yeah so yeah we could definitely get into a whole different conversation oh with, yeah with 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 that whole thing yeah maybe we should make that part two. the whole sin code we've been talking about that oh, sin yeah. code. we've been we've been ready for that but yeah y'all gotta tune in yeah you know what mm-hmm. this might Let's talk about that sin code because it has it has created a corrupted geometry that we're still dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to let yeah, they're gonna have to tune in. That's gonna be some juice. That's, That's gonna be some juice. juice. That sin code. I don't know if they're ready for the sin code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. This, this is just the prelude. But yeah, if you we you know we ain't sipping tea. We got the the juice. So if you ready for the juice, <laughs> for the juice, you need to be tuning in. <laughs> Cause we gonna give it to you, like straight up. No, we gonna give it to you. How you say straight up, no chaser. Yep, like the yep. Yeah, I mean, and to be honest, we didn't like I said. You know, we didn't know we was gonna be jumping in cutthroat like this. So this is not for the faint of heart. This is not for the sensitive. This is not for the you know. The scared. I mean, technically, our second episode, and we're already jumping like way yeah. in. But, yeah, but that's, yeah, but if when source move, you gotta just do it. Like after all, we. We are directly 
with source. So like we can't, you know what I mean? We can't just do, oh, let's just do this. Okay, me and Charlotte had a, uh, Madam Shaw had a, um, a nicely made um, outline of what we're going to do. And this is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to do. And Source is like laughing. I think what people fail to realize too is Source is the one that came up with the podcast, came up with the gathering. Yeah, I, I was a channel, but that's it. You know, I was just a channel. Um, what we are putting together, it isn't even for us. Like Source told you, it's for future. It's for, the fu- it's for future generations. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to be locked into this slave, mm-hmm. to the slave code. We're gonna talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get, get, get prepared. That's get prepared. That mm-hmm. sin code. Write down that slave code. Mm-hmm. How these laws and how laws themselves are a matrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. Laws themselves create different timelines. Create different matrixes, create different domes. Okay, Madam Shaw, don't give all the way to juice right now. <laughs> okay, next episode, next episode, or the next. <laughs> she about to give all the juice. Do y'all not go tune in for the next episode? <laughs> hey, I love you, Madam Shaw, but when she goes, she be going. But that's good. But we gotta, we gotta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Save for later. Save some for later. Save some for the next episode. So. Um, I guess we can start kind of, let's go ahead and kind of wrap it up for them. Okay. We've been on for a little while. We've got some oh. stuff. The one thing I do want to leave people with as they're getting off the podcast is mm-hmm. random acts of kindness to your black sister. Just, okay. just smile. Just be nice. Just, like, mm-hmm. help somebody. And, and realize, keep that quote. Like, listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. It's said to have mercy be the mercy be, be mm-hmm. a walking energy of mercy for people mm-hmm. if you see your, your your black brother and sister struggling be the mercy not no, don't step on their necks even more mm-hmm. if anybody should understand you should understand mm-hmm. we are the same now we are the same they'll tell you we all the same but no it is us and it is them and people are not going to like that you might get blowback now. Are you trying to cause us a race war, a separation? Baby, we didn't start it. We didn't start it. Mm. Started, and actually, we didn't want any part of it, but we were born into it, and we soldiers. So that's what it is. Yeah, and you know, and and right quick, because I know you're you're wrapping it up, but mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah, right quick. Um, you know, they always want us to submit or cower or be afraid or just sit down and take it. Why do we have to sit down and take it? Well, you're telling me that while you're punching me, me in the face, I'm supposed to just allow you to keep punching me in the face. And then I have a baby. You want me to give my baby to you and let you punch my baby in the face. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're that right. Because we, we teach it to our kids and then they grow up and they get punched in the face. Yeah. So we even so teach we, our kids how, try to teach them how not to get punched in the face. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I was like, damn. But sometimes we need that imagery so you can be like, dang, okay, that's my baby. Exactly. (laughs) Your baby to them to put him in the face for about eight hours a day at school. And then. And then wonder why your kids having problems. They put them on medication. They put them on girl. We can go to yeah, right. <laughs> 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 they would just 
keep going and I go. Do. <laughs> it do. It's never ending. <laughs> It's never ending, and that's how they want it. They want us in this never-ending cycle. Yeah, just keep going. We can just keep talking, and they did this, and it because it's it's such. I mean, we when people okay. when uh-huh. when you say that people have like really planned your demise, yeah, in, in all areas, in all areas, yeah, in all areas of life, financially physically, mentally, emotionally, even how we raise our kids, how we relate to each other, the food that we eat, what we watch, what we hear, what we say, what we do. Mm. Like I say that it's been orchestrated. Mm. I hate it beautifully, but it's been orchestrated like- Wait, you said you hate the what? I hate to say it's been orchestrated beautifully, but no, I, <laughs> I, I, I that word beautifully, mm-hmm. but when I say they have masterminded this stuff, yeah, and um, uh-huh. you know, when I was uh, t- I was reading the Willie Lynch letter, and I was telling you about it, when he pretty much said that this can go on and on, but mm-hmm. um, but he said um, he said unless something miraculous happened to break the slave mentality, but he um, he also said like mm-hmm. pretty much what you do is you create cycles within cycles within cycles and just do it all at once so then you know what i think of what i got god sent me well source sent me um you know like the power ball with all those little balls mounted around and it's under a dome so that's what pretty much happens in each each one of those balls or a different another cycle that you constantly get attacked with daily so Dang. all these confusing balls just back ba- okay never mind that sounds <laughs> you got Oh, wait, Madam Shah, it's time for me to go. But, but you understand what I'm saying? There's all these cycles just... It's coming at your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Madam <laughs> Shah, I'm, like, uh, I'm going to have to put warning explicit in this, in this podcast. It's not for kids. If you didn't know, then you know now. This is explicit. Yeah, I'm going to seriously have to put a warning, not for the sensitive. <laughs> Not for the light of fate of heart, honey. You yes. Can- oh, serious. Love has the title. This for real. Like <laughs> the clutching pearls show. You will yeah. clutch pearls. You will gasp. You go, oh my god, they said that because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they came in for love, light, and, and chakras, and got the real nitty gritty. Real, but that's a higher calling. Yeah, it is a chakra. I mean. Yes, people, we're going to talk about chakras. You got yes, to right. We are. <laughs> Big deal. But cleaning out your chakras isn't all love and light. Your chakras are dirty. You know how I know? Because I help you clean them. And they are nasty. They are mm-hmm. dirty. They have black stuff in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Your chakras are not clean. Mm-hmm. You got to get your hands dirty to get clean. And you got to go inside of your own darkness mm-hmm. and see what that's about. Mm-hmm. See what Stink because some of you spiritually stink and you don't even know it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You oh. have a odor. So see why you spiritually stink. Why you're rottening in a lot of different parts of your body. You may even feel it, feel it in your body, like certain you know uh-huh. disease like that. We can yep. get into. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just always stop myself. Like, wait, do I want to get into all of that? Where are we at? <laughs> no, we are they they not gonna come back for the next. <laughs> okay all right so that's the next next episode i guess um 
But okay, in Gathering of Spirit, we are going to be like talking about stuff like, um, you know, our chakra healings and a lot of stuff we talk about on the podcast. We want to be able to really dig into it deeper. It'll be more of a one topic type of discussion. We're not kind of talking about several different things. And gathering with spirits, say we're talking about our chakra health and disease, that would be the topic. It wouldn't be like, you know, always talk about black people coming, all that stuff. We're just talking about chakras, how to get them clean, some of the trauma that attracts certain entities to us and different things like that. So this show is going to get into that. But I do want people to understand that the show is very expansive. The mm-hmm. podcast is very expansive. We can start on one topic and end up on another. It's just mm-hmm. organic that way. Mm-hmm. And if they want to see more detail, you know, they can come over to Gathering of Spirit. Definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, well, thank you so much for breaking that down for everybody, Madam Shaw. Um, I think this is, yeah. Thank you for all your wisdom, girl. You know, I love talking to you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's why you, you definitely need to get you a... Um, a sister that you can just talk to every day, you know, about everything, about these things, about your personal life. So me and her, this is how we talk. So we were like, let's bring it to the, let's bring it to the world. Let's bring it to the podcast. But it was definitely a divine uh, thing and a, you know, channel thing. So, so thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, you can catch us um, Wednesdays at seven and Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, and then like she said, it's, it's a thing called... Is it Saturdays at ten or Saturdays at one? Is it one? <laughs> I can I can trim that off. Okay, it's very organic. It's at one. <laughs> oh, girl, no, I'm trimming that off. That's embarrassing. I can trim it though. Um, just that part. But okay, yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us. You can uh, catch us at Wednesdays at seven and Saturdays at one. Um, and as Adam Shaw talked about, um, we got the gathering of spirit where you can come and we can. Um, you can you know apply some of that knowledge guys make sure that you are joining gathering with spirit because a lot of things that we're going to do is members only and mm-hmm. set up that way on purpose because it is a sacred space um a lot of discussions we will have we will invite you know everyone but if you want to be really you know a part of the gathering make sure that you are member because we also do local things out in the community and those locations and dates and times are for members only so make mm-hmm. sure you join and yep, and we're having an event October 30th. Yay! 10 in the morning. It's going to yeah. be some um, some healing going on, some music, a meditation, a, a channeled message, um, oh. gathering and fellowship and community. It's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to um, we're going to advertise that more. So, yes, yes. We are excited about that. So, once again, make sure you guys are joining as members because and times are not going to be for everybody. And like, you know, mm-hmm. Empress Mike said, it's the fellowshipping. I know some people mm-hmm. can get with that word, but that's what it is. Us coming together, mm-hmm. loving each other, living each other, and letting source pour into us and give us the messages we need to upgrade our DNA coding and mm-hmm. create the world that we're supposed to create here. So definitely, yeah. definitely join us. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thank you Bye. for listening. Thank you for joining. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Madam Shah. <laughs>